0: Hello and welcome to Voices of D303, a periodic podcast celebrating the people and programs of St. Charles Community Unit School District 303. I'm Dr. Jason Pearson, Superintendent of Schools, and I'm honored to serve as the host of our program. Well, today on our podcast episode, we actually have uh, some guests from the high school. Um, As you know, we have a new kind of long-term goal in our district, which is to ensure that every student has the college, career, and life competencies necessary to choose their post-secondary path, and we have programs at our high school that really help students have experiences as part of their secondary education that give them insight into possible career paths beyond um, high school um, in a variety uh, of areas in addition to those students that are doing some college um, readiness program. So we're excited today because the two programs that we're going to highlight are actually uh, two of our career pathways and I think that um, it will be great to hear from the gentlemen that are with us today about kind of how they got into those programs at the high school, and then what their hopes are as they, they move on from high school what some of the potential career pathways are that they, they want to pursue. So. Um, Guys, thank you for joining me today. And I I think we'll start by giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So if you could tell us your name and then what year you are in school.
1: My name's Rhett Einwick. Um, I'm a senior at St. Charles East School. And I took autos and woods because I wanted to make sure that I was able to complete my own handyman work and more importantly, maintenance any vehicles that I will be buying in the future.
2: My name is Tristan Grayson. I go to St. Charles East High School. Um, I'm a senior. Uh, I took Autos and Woods because I was already fascinated in anything mechanical, so I thought it would be a fun class.
3: My name is Angela Lascos. I go, also go to St. Charles East High School, and I'm, in a, I'm a sophomore, and I took Autos and Woods because I've always been a more hands-on type of person, and that these classes were just like the perfect choice for me
0: guys i appreciate you joining us today you know one of our goals in district 303 is to find uh, programs that are personalized and authentic as we think about uh, some of the learning that we have in the district and i think that what you're we're, you're talking about there is that both our autos and woods program provides students the opportunity to have these kind of authentic learning experiences that can also be uh, personalized and i know um, all three of you have taken multiple classes um, in the progression there and so um, you know these kind kind of culminate in Woods 3 or Autos 3. Um, Rhett, can you talk a little bit about kind of how um, the progression of classes go for Woods and Autos?
1: Yeah, so um, in Woods 1, you're basically using hand tools. Um, You're learning basic joinery and how to use some of the machinery in class. Um, In Woods 2, you're finally introduced to all the machinery in the shop. But you're also doing some classwork and you're also able to challenge yourself by making some projects. And then in Woods 3, you're kind of let go on your own and you're able to challenge yourself um, individually by how much um, work you want to do and what kind of intricate projects you would like to complete. And um, in Autos 1, we were just introduced to the basics like fluid replacement. Um, changing a tire, how to properly lift a car, um, and diagnosing some problems under the car. Um, autos two, you kind of dive into a little bit more of like some engine repair, but more importantly, uh, brakes and a couple other more advanced automotive um, topics. And then in autos three, we're able to fix teacher's cars, um, work on our own cars, and also keep challenging ourselves to learn more and how to fix more intricate parts on the vehicle.
0: Well, Tristan, I know that you're also in Autos 3, and and kind of part of that program is our ASE certifications. Can you tell us a little bit about the ASE certification and the test there, and why is that important?
2: So the ASE certification stands for Automotive Service Excellence, and basically what it's used for is, If you're looking for a job and you want to show that you know what you're doing, you can go and get ASE certified and your employer will know that you actually went through the certification and you know what you're doing. And that helps and makes it easier to get jobs or get into schools for automotive.
0: So Tristan, can you tell us what are some of the ASE certifications that you currently have?
2: As of right now, I have the light repair and suspension and steering. There's more like engine performance, engine repair, um, transmission, and there's a few more.
0: Are you planning on pursuing some additional certifications?
2: Yes, I would like to get as many done as I can before high school
0: ends. Andrew, I know that you've also had some experiences um, with advanced joinery and Woods class. Can you talk a little bit about what that means and can you give an example of how
3: you might use that? Yeah, so advanced joinery or just joinery is just putting a board and a board together. But like in Woods 2, we learn more advanced joinery. So like different ways and techniques to put them together. Like um, a finger or dovetail joint is like interlocking two boards by cutting out like two grooves. They slip in each other. And I mean, you can find this joint all over your house. You pull out your kitchen cabinet, I bet you it's like right in there because that's what's holding like them together and carpenters use it every single day. So we get to learn that for like, if we wanted to go into trade for a future or something.
0: Well, Tristan, I know that when you were in the sixth grade, you started working in a machine shop. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Like how did that give you insight into maybe what you wanted to do uh, later in high school?
2: Well, it first started out as me getting a job to keep me out of trouble. And soon after working there for a while, I realized that I liked working in a machine shop. I liked how I organized everything was, how clean it was, how precise everything was. And it also kind of carries on in, into like other trades. You can use what you learn from machine shop in woods. You use it in autos. There's a lot of lot of things. Um like how to use tools properly, how to distinguish different materials, how to tap and dye bolts and holes. There there's a lot of stuff that carries over in between.
0: So I can imagine that through um, each of these um, course sequence uh, programs, the autos one, autos two, autos three, woods one, woods two, woods three, that you probably have had some projects that you really enjoyed. So as you think about that experience, I'm wondering if there is a project that you have done in class uh, that you would say is your favorite. Uh, Rhett, we'll start with you. Is there anything you've done in class that you would say is kind of your favorite project?
1: Um, I think it was sophomore year, but I made a, uh, a maple table and it was, it was more challenging because it wasn't, I didn't just have a simple slab of maple on the top and the bottom. Um, I was able to like, kind of put them together, kind of like a cutting board. And it was just very good because it was very challenging at the time. And it was a great learning experience.
0: Andrew, what about you? Is there a project that you can think of that you would say was your favorite?
3: Yeah, so actually it's it's the one that I just finished. So we actually did a uh, pencil box made only out of hand tools. And then after that hand tools one, we did one only out of power tools. And it really showed like the difference between what you can do with like just using your hands and then like uh, power tools. But it like it also inspires me because like I look at my uh, hand tool one right now and I want to do better. So like I also want to try to build up on that and make a better box from what I already did in my first box.
0: And Tristan, what about you? Can you think of a project that was your favorite?
2: Well, my favorite project was the uh, pencil box that I made my first time in woods in freshman year. And I thought the box was pretty good. And I only made that one using hand tools. And this year I decided to remake the box fresh and see how much, my experience grew from freshman year.
0: So did you compare the two boxes? Did you put them side by side to kind uh, yeah. of see yep. the difference? What did you notice?
2: So senior year, on the senior year box, I noticed that all the lines, there wasn't really as big as gaps as the handcrafted one because it was more precise. Um, the finish was better. It was a lot smoother. I took more, way more attention to detail on everything, I made sure everything was flush, no overhanging edges. And on the freshman year box, that one was okay. It did its job, but it just wasn't super pretty.
0: Well, I can imagine that there have been opportunities for you to take some of what you've been learning in the classroom and apply it outside of school or outside of the classroom um, experience. Can you all think of anything that um, you have been able to do where you've used the skills that you learned in class outside of class or outside of school?
2: for autos i really use a lot of their resources on my own personal car for when i need like torque specs or fluid specs i love using all data for looking up all those stuff and i got that from school
3: yeah i can actually also like for woods i mean our basement flooded last year so we were able to rebuild that and i got to use like what i learned from woods like to rebuild my basement and also like i made a shoe rack in our garage for uh, you know all our shoes and I got to use all the joints like I just talked about into building a shoe rack. And like even autos uh, were actually helping a buddy uh, rebuild a car and rebuild and swap an engine. And I got insight before I even started. So it was really helpful. I was able to
1: help renovate a house with a buddy and another adult. And it was very good because a lot of carpentry work was done and not really Electrical work, but um, we are able to utilize the trades that we've learned here at school, but also out of school, to complete the house.
0: That's great. I'm sure your family and friends are really um, thankful to have you around to to be able to to help out a little bit. You know, we've all kind of gone through over the last eighteen months the COVID experience, and as you think about a class like Woods or Autos, that is. Um, you know, hands-on and, and project-based, um, I can imagine that, you know, what we had to do in the last year as far as school is concerned, that, um, you know, that it impacted uh, those classes. Can you talk a little bit about um, how COVID um, impacted the work that you did in, in your autos or Woods classes?
3: Like uh, Tristan said, he got to build a box, a pencil box for his freshman year, but my freshman year was all online and like book work. But like when we finally got to go in the shop, it was just learning all the machines and getting ready for like Woods 2 where we actually got to build a wood box, which I just finished. It pushed stuff back, but it also got us to like learn all the machinery and basic bookwork before actually moving on. Some people don't get to do that. So we know more knowledge. We didn't get as much hands-on experience as you know, I would have liked. So that's what like really set us back. So some people might not be as hands-on or anything compared to others. This is kind of
2: going off of what Andrew said. But for autos, I found it really hard to learn certain concepts because that stuff, you really need to be hands-on right there doing it to actually get the process down. And with COVID, you couldn't really do it. You had to watch videos and take screenshots on a computer instead of actually
1: being shown in front of you how to do something. Um, kind of what Tristan was saying. Um, I agree. There's a lot of book work and there's a lot of like, necessary hands-on experience that we really needed um, and it just wasn't available last year, but it also kind of kept us hungry and wanting more when we came back this year, so we kind of realized that we kind of took it for granted beforehand and we didn't realize how important these classes would be.
0: You know, several years ago, we redid the gym at East High School, and we put new bleachers in, and um, you know, redid the floor. And um, I know that in the woods class, you all have had a project that kind of uh, focused on reusing and um, reducing and, and recycling. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how your class was able to use some of the materials from the renovation that we did in the gym?
2: I made a little little table for the cafeteria. So when you're checking out, your food doesn't fall through the bars. And that was made out of the old benches from the bleachers. And we left a little bit of the the material.
1: So it looked like it was a bleacher. Um, So it kind of started as a joke a few years ago, but we found that they were redoing the gym. So we found plans online to make a boat and we were able to clean off the bleachers and kind of like what Tristan said we were able to reuse the top end of the bleachers to add a more um, rustic look kind of because we wanted to keep um, the school still involved on the look of the boat and we used it completely out of all the the bleacher boards and also we have like some two by fours from residential maintenance And Mr. Gudershaw was saying that we have a couple classes that are reusing those two by fours to make the pencil boxes that Andrew and Tristan have made this year.
0: Wow. I can imagine that building a boat out of bleachers was quite challenging. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what would the most difficult part was of trying to do that? And then maybe um, a little bit about what was rewarding about doing it. So what was challenging about it and what was rewarding?
1: So the challenging part was probably getting the sidewalls up, um, because it wasn't just one complete piece of wood. We had to put them all and stack them all together. Um, and then we also had to bend the boat and we didn't steam it at all. Um, we just kind of pinned all of us together to hold it together. And then we were able to connect, uh, all the boards in the back part. And it was, it was that was probably the most challenging part but also the most rewarding part is when you work with a team you're able to complete much more intricate and beautiful projects
0: is the boat finished
1: yes the uh the boat is finished and we have put a couple a couple coats of like sealing product and we've also painted a couple of the trim pieces
0: i have to ask do we know yet if it actually floats
1: <laughs> um mr Stryker, uh our autos teacher and mr gudishah he they took it out I think last year and they put it out on the river and they said it floats but it took a little bit of water. So we will have to somehow figure that, figure that out and find and locate the, the holes and take care of that too.
0: So it sounds like it's still a project in the making, like there's still some work to be done on it. Now I understand yes. there was also a trailer that was built for the, um, for the boat. Um, Tristan, can you talk any about the trailer?
2: The trailer was already built. It just needed to be restored. So basically removed all the rust paint, old paint that was flaking off. Um, I believe the wheels were repainted as well, but we also changed out the wood that keeps the boat on the trailer itself.
0: So one of the things that I'm wondering now is as you think about um, you know, your your time after high school, Rhett and Tristan, I know both of you are seniors. Can you start and tell us just a little bit about what you're planning to do for next year?
2: I'm planning on going to Wyoming for WyoTech to be an automotive service tech and to get um, my associate's degree there. And then I just plan on working as automotive tech until
0: I can open my own job. So, Tristan, how did you hear about the program in Wyoming?
2: I heard about it from a friend. I was looking at going to another school, UTI, but my friend was telling me that WyoTech was better. Uh, A few months ago, I actually flew out there went to go check
1: out the school. Really liked it. So I said, yeah, let's go. So um, I'm planning on either doing an apprenticeship for woodworking, um, which is carpentry, um, either finishing carpentry or rough carpentry. But... Um, I'm also kind of pondering whether uh, welding or like Tristan said, a mechanic would be an option. So I'm kind of floating between a couple, but I'm figuring it out.
0: So when you talk about apprenticeships, how do you find out about those opportunities? Where would someone go if they wanted to do that?
1: So you would kind of go to um, like a company and you would say that you'd really want to become like one of their workers. So an apprenticeship is like combined classroom work and also um, shadowing a professional carpenter. So you would kind of get like what we're doing right now in autos um, and working. It's kind of just more advanced and you'll be able to be compensated for it.
0: Now, Andrew, I know that you're a sophomore, but I've also heard that you have some um, interest in using your skills in aviation, uh, possibly. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the Illinois Aviation Academy and your interest there?
3: I'm a student pilot at Illinois Aviation Academy, and um, I'm working towards my private pilot's license. And like maybe in the future, which I'm thinking about right now, becoming an aerospace engineer, which if I'm working on the planes that I fly in right now, they're like the same exact engine out of a car. Doing autos will really help me get insight to like what I need to do before I even started. And I can work on the engines. I know how to change the oil and everything just to get me certified and I can uh, fulfill my career of aviation or aerospace engineering.
0: That's great. So guys, what I'm wondering is what what advice would you have for someone who thought they might be interested in Woods or Autos, one of those programs. What would you say to someone that was considering uh, taking one of those classes?
2: I'd say if it looks interesting to you and you want to take the class, I'd say take it. I really, I've never had an issue with those classes. They're my favorite classes throughout the day. That's honestly what makes me go to school, but 10 out of 10, definitely recommend
3: Yeah, like Tristan said, um, I hear people complain about school, but I'm like the only class that I'm really looking forward to all day is Woods and Autos because they really take everything I love and just like put it into class where I can learn and expand on what I already know. So it's, it's an awesome class.
1: I couldn't agree more with the guys. It's my favorite classes of the day. And also like a key thing for younger students is to kind of get experience in as many things as they can to find a passion that they truly like and then they can pursue it outside of the classroom and also in the future.
0: Well, Red, I think that's a really important point. You know, we have so many opportunities at the high school and um, it really is a good time for students to just explore something new if they feel like it's something that they might be interested in. And it sounds like all three of you kind of found a passion in autos and woods. And so I want to thank you for taking time out of your day today to talk with us about the program. Um, You will have to keep us posted. I can't wait to know whether or not the boat actually does float and you get it to a point where it doesn't take on water. Uh, We'll be looking forward forward to an update and we also look forward to hearing about your post-secondary experiences and what happens um, once you graduate and and move on to these other programs and careers so thanks again guys for joining us and um, we look forward to hearing more from you
1: thank you for having us yeah thank you. you